The following content is sponsored in partnership with Haymarket Media U.S. Hello, I am Allison Weisbrot, the editor of Campaign U.S. With over 71 million active accounts and a presence in nearly half of U.S. broadband homes, Roku enables advertisers to reach millions of engaged viewers throughout their streaming journey. Not only does Roku have the large scale, but also the innovation and creativity brands are looking for to stand out in a crowded streaming era. As we approach the Cam Lions International Festival of Creativity, I'm thrilled to be joined by Chris Bruss, head of Roku Brand Studio, to discuss how Roku is taking brands to the next level on the number one streaming platform in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Hello, Chris. Hello, Allison. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. So um, we spoke a year ago in Cannes mm-hmm. about Roku's push into branded content, per se, with the brand studio and a bunch of original series that you guys were launching. So one year later, let's sort of start by looking back on why you did that and then talk a little bit about how things have changed since then. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a big year for, for Roku since we last spoke. The Roku Brand Studio is a division that we launched uh, just over two years ago with the mission being to allow our brand partners to go beyond the traditional 30-second TV commercial in the world of of TV streaming. And we do that through a a, a number of different ways. Branded content is one of those ways, but the brand studio really has a a broad suite of products and capabilities that are all built for television streaming and that all hopefully are um, things that are impactful for the brands, but are also additive to that streamer's journey that we talk about. And what's great about the Roku brand studio is that given, as you mentioned, that we're the number one streaming platform in North America uh, in over 70 million households, we're, I think, uniquely positioned not just to be able to use that Roku canvas, right? The entire platform that we have to be creative with content um, and other fun, interesting brand experiences, but also I think we can do it at scale, right? We can do it for a big audience, which therefore allows Roku and the brand studio and those products to do what we say is make your brand unmissable when it comes to streaming. So give me an example of how you brought that to life in the past year um, using the Roku brand studio and, and the entire canvas that you have at your disposal. Yeah, there's a lot of exciting ways that we can do that. As you know, we've partnered with brands on custom branded content. For example, uh, the Lesbian Bar Project series that that we released last year in partnership with Jägermeister, which not only was our audience a big fan of, but also um, we've been uh, fortunate enough to be recognized by like uh, Glad Media Awards and whatnot. So those are one of the things that um, we're able to do with brands. We also have uh, different ways that we can leverage the home screen banner, that first thing that you see on the home screen to be able to engage with our audience through sponsored programs, whether that's our Roku original series or even sort of collections of different film and television content that we think is going to be relevant to our audience at any given time. One of the things that the Roku Brand Studio does that we know our brands are really excited about is to allow them to take their sponsorships of our Roku original um, films and series, for example, like the Weird Al film, and to really draw that brand more closely to that IP. Uh, in, In many instances, actually being able to integrate that brand into a series for example, we've done that with uh, with our Emerald shows and our Martha Stewart shows, and even using talent from those programs in what we call custom vignettes. So these are sort of 
custom ads that we work with the advertiser on, 30-second pieces that feature the talent from the show that feel authentic uh, and, and of and from that show and from that talent that we can run not just in the show itself, but across the, the whole Roku channel experience. So mm-hmm. it's content, it's sponsorship, it's leveraging those different touch points of the platform and that streamer's journey for the advertiser. Yeah. And I know that Roku announced some even more creative ad opportunities at your new front event in May. Talk a little bit about that. And um, what are you feeling like most excited to discuss with some creative people in Can this year about some of those new updates. At the new front this year, we were able to announce a, a number of new things. And one of the things that at least I feel like has been an evolution since we spoke last year for Roku is really we've been able to unlock a number of pieces of and elements of that Roku platform, the canvas that I talk about that previously had not really been available to advertisers or at least not non-entertainment advertisers, and to start to think about how we can leverage those high-impact touch points for all of our advertisers in ways that are, again, going to be of high value to the advertiser, but we also think additive in nature to the streamers as well. The, the big one is, is Roku City. Um, you're probably familiar with the Roku City screensaver. It's Very. A, <laughs> a, great. Yes, um, it's a huge... Uh, favorite of our fans. Uh, I think something um, like every 12 minutes, someone tweets about it, right? So it's something that our our fans are are not just enjoying, but engaging with us uh, um, on. And it's always been this very fun thing with a, a number of different Easter eggs from different sort of um, uh, film and television history. Well, well, this year we are finally able to sort of unlock that part of the canvas and to be able to weave our advertisers into it in fun and interesting ways. If you saw our new front event, you would have seen what that looks like to have the McDonald's golden arches, right? Within that sort of purplish golden glow of Roku City. And seeing that, I think for both myself and for the for the advertisers in the room, was an aha moment about how a brand can be placed organically in a space that is beloved to our audience and, and can be not just fun, but but again, unmissable for, for that brand. Um, another yeah. fun execution was just last month, what we did with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, uh, a great partner of ours, um, uh, a streaming channel on the Roku platform. They did a full takeover where we were able to build sort of a version of Roku City that included a number of different pieces of Paramount IP from a Champions League stadium. You can watch Champions League matches on Paramount Plus. So that was an element there. I saw SpongeBob SquarePants uh, house. So there was all different sort of Easter eggs, but all about Paramount. And that's another uh, uh, recent example of how we can start to unlock pieces of the canvas for advertisers that are fun for the audience and impactful for the brand. Yeah, they're great branding opportunities, especially as brands face, you know, dwindling. Um, well, not necessarily dwindling, but a lot of consumers opt not to view ads, right, when they're watching streaming content. So talk about like the conversation you're having with brands, right, in this context and how you're sort of like, are you focusing on creating these new branding opportunities for them? And, and what does that mean for, you know, how you sort of engage the creative community and how you're showing up in Can this year? You're absolutely right. I mean, what we're trying to do is we're trying to create advertising experiences that can surprise and delight the consumer, right? And we want to, and that's the purpose of the brand studio is that um, advertisers uh, make great 30 second TV commercials. And we want to make sure that we can run those in the right place in front of the right audience at the right time. And we're very good at that. But 
streaming allows you to do things in, I think, a more interesting and exciting way. And so we are having conversations with advertisers and with their agencies about um, what those different elements are and the impact that those can have, again, going beyond and above the traditional 30-second TV commercial. So, for example, um, one thing that I'm excited to talk to uh, creative folks at Cannes about, you know, Cannes being the, as you said, international festival of creativity when it comes to advertising, is what we're doing when it comes to interactivity with 30-second TV commercials. Obviously, when you're watching something, you know, just on on linear television, uh, broadcast or cable, it's a it's a, it is a broad. It's right there in the to- in the term broadcast, right? It goes from the TV channel to you on your couch, and 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 that's that's the end of the of the conversation. In streaming, it's not like that. It is a connected television experience, and you have that Roku remote in your hand with that purple OK button. Um, at your fingertip. And so what you can do um, once you have that interactive capability is that you can actually have a direct call to action for the consumer. Click here to buy or to learn more or to subscribe. And so that's a great functionality to be able to have to drive conversion and to drive real business results for an advertiser. What we found is that if you just take a traditional 30-second spot that's been created by a brand or creative agency and you put an overlay on it for um, click OK, you can certainly get people to engage with that. But what really takes things to the next level is when you have a piece of creative that's directly creating a call to action for the consumer. Hey there, Roku fans, click OK now to It's a lot of the things that that has been so successful with with um, with digital, uh, with mobile, with Instagram, these kinds of things. Hey there, click OK right now. I want to tell you about, you're going to not want to miss out on this, right? And so um, one of the things I'm excited to talk to creative folks about, um, knowing that they're at the beginning of that process, when they're putting the strategy together, they're thinking about the TV commercials, they're thinking about what they're going to produce, how they're going to produce it, how they're going to get talent, maybe big name talent to be a part of these commercials. How do we make sure that they're thinking about streaming. They're thinking about Roku. They're thinking about how it's different. It's different. I think it's better than, than, than linear television. And how are we making sure that they contemplate what that two-way communication can be, that call to action can be, so that when they're on set on the day shooting their commercial, they have the version that will allow them to drive business results when it comes to streaming. So that's one of the things that I'm, I'm really excited about. Right. There's a, there's so many opportunities for like direct um, sort of like digital direct response opportunities on Roku. But then on the other hand, you have all of these original series and original content that you're working on, which also requires working with creative agencies in a different way in the sense of like, how are we going to get our brands in here early enough? And how are like what types of you know, original content, brand entertainment, do we want to sponsor? So what do you have um, coming down the pike on that front? And and how are you sort of evolving the way that you approach these opportunities with brands? Yeah, um, obviously, we love collaborating with brands when it comes to custom original branded content. And we've done a lot of those programs. And it's fun to be able to collaborate with folks on content that is about a brand. But one of the things that we've seen for years now but more and more are seeing um, requests for and, and conversations around is, hey, how can a brand not engage with you to make something that's about the brand per se 
And we love Roku Originals, but not just be a sponsor of an existing Roku Original, but is there an opportunity for a brand to get involved with the Roku Original team very early on in the process and truly collaborate to make a Roku Original television series for the Roku channel? The Roku channel, as you probably know, is a, is a fully ad-supported channel. It is built not just with the consumer in mind, but also the advertiser in mind. And so I think we're uniquely positioned to be able to hold a brand's hand as we bring them into that type of a process and experience of actually creating a television show. And so you may have seen at the New Front event this year that we were able to announce a show called Side Hustlers. Side Hustlers is a show that was developed and created by Hello Sunshine, which is Reese Witherspoon's uh, company, with Ally, Ally Bank, as a, as a partner uh, with us at the development and the creation of that content. And so this is truly a collaboration between Ally, Hello Sunshine, and Roku, which I think is pretty unique. It's a, it's a unique sort of thing when it comes to television in general and streaming. And so um, it's exciting to be able to create a show that we know our audience is excited about, but also Ally can be a part of and is a show that's not about Ally, but aligns with what it is that Ally is trying to align themselves with and trying to communicate to a broader audience. So that's an exciting announcement. There's great talent involved. We're very excited about what that show is going to be. But I also think it's just the first in what, what, what is probably going to be many opportunities for us to be able to have conversations with brands with marketers, with creative agencies, with creative people within the advertising companies and say, what is it that you're trying to do when it comes to television? And we can do branded content. You can sponsor Roku Originals that we already have. Or is there a way for us to actually start from the very beginning and build something together? So that's something that um, we've already, just based on the announcement during the new front, a lot of inbound conversations. I assume we'll be able to have a lot of conversations like that at Can as well. Awesome. So as you sort of like look to engage with the creative community more, um, what are some things that you want them to know about Roku specifically and streaming in general that maybe they're hesitant about trying or shifting their dollars or they're not necessarily their processes maybe aren't keeping up with the way consumers are viewing? Like what, what are you sort of hoping they learn from you in can this year and in general? Yeah. I mean, um, Obviously, our goal at Can and throughout the year is to make sure that we're educating advertisers and agencies on um, not just the shift that, that, that we're all seeing from linear TV into streaming, but also what the benefits of that shift are. We truly believe that all television will be streamed. Uh, therefore, all TV advertising will be streamed. And we want to make sure that we're setting advertisers up for success as they shift those dollars and and their focus from linear into streaming. One of the things that you, um, when you think about linear versus streaming that you might think about is sports, right? Sports um, has continued to be something that maybe it's a big reason why people keep their cable box or they sort of um, haven't yet cut the cord. Um, but just as television moved from linear to streaming, so now has sports. You see um, the NFL on Amazon, you see Major League Soccer, on Apple TV Plus. And so sports is moving very quickly into streaming now as well. Um, and that's one of the things that I think we, we hear from consumers is, I want to cut the cord. I want to 
before, you know, a streaming first household, but sports is still something that can sometimes be a challenge for me to find, to figure out where, where, where do I go? How do I watch this? Um, how do I watch something live? Right. And so from the consumer team and the product team at Roku and the advertising team, we're making a lot of advancements in that space. One of those things is the sports zone, which is where we can highlight all of the sports content that we have on the platform, live games and matches that are happening right then and there. So you can quickly and easily find not only where they are, but how to, how to stream them as well as sports related content, documentaries, et cetera, to sort of allow you to continue to engage with that sports fandom. We also recently launched the women's sports zone. We've seen the interest in women's sports in general, but certainly in streaming grow meaningfully over this past year. And so we wanted to make sure that there was a dedicated space where people could find all of those matches, all of those games, make sure that they can favorite their favorite leagues, their favorite teams, so that they have a better ability to be able to find those games, find those matches and watch them um, in real time. So obviously that's all with the consumer in mind, seeing the shift go to streaming. But that also means that all of those touch points are opportunities for advertisers. Advertisers can sponsor the sports zone and be a part of that. They can specifically sponsor things like the women's sports zone with Women's World Cup in mind, right? They can sort of make sure that their brand is aligned with those sports and front and center when it comes to fans of, of those sports. Uh, another opportunity for us is Rich Eisen. The Rich Eisen show is now on the Roku channel, and we're able to work with Rich to not just have great conversations about sports, but also to, to use his program to make sure that he can uh, promote and help guide folks in the right direction when it comes to navigating sports when it comes to the world of streaming. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I think um, consumers for sure, but advertisers and, and media companies have sort of been calling for innovation, right? In the way that we advertise, especially as consumers started to opt out of advertising in a lot of cases. Um, obviously, Roku is innovating a lot on this front. How are advertisers and brands receiving these updates? I mean, you're, you're sort of coming out of upfronts now, heading into can. Is the industry starting to like really embrace this shift towards new ad opportunities and how much inertia is there still around like the, the typical 30, 60 second ad slots? Yeah. I mean, I think that um, as I've mentioned before, uh, the traditional 30 second spot is continue, is going to continue to be an important part of advertising as we move into streaming and away from linear. It's a building block of the advertising world. And, and um, it continues to, I think probably be, the most effective unit of advertising that's that's ever been developed. So, so uh, we want to make sure that we continue to um, innovate and optimize for how we can serve those thirty second spots to our audience on behalf of our advertisers. But there's no question that there has been an incredible amount of enthusiasm from the advertisers community about some of these innovations, some of these new ways that they can be a part of the streaming experience, particularly since, again, um, we had a, a number of these touch points, but until recently, they'd really been reserved only for our, our entertainment partners. Um, so to be able to find ways to unlock those pieces like the home screen banner for a non-entertainment brand or Roku City or themes and takeovers, this is, this is very new for us, and, and therefore, it's very, I think, exciting for, for the advertisers. So yes, they have been very enthusiastic about these new opportunities. And it's also a great opportunity to really talk to our advertisers about Roku as a platform. 
we're not a streaming channel, not just a streaming channel, right? We are not just a way to deliver a 30 second spot. We are the actual platform from the moment you turn on your device, uh, frankly, from the moment you buy a device and you go to set it up to the moment you turn it on to the moment that you are deciding what it is that you want to watch to the moment that you're actually watching something or you pause your streaming experience. We are the platform. We have we have every single touch point across that um, entire ecosystem. And so what these new products do is it reminds our advertisers that we're a platform and that they don't just have to think about maybe sponsoring original or running an ad in the ad break, but there's a whole canvas upon which we can be creative. And so not only I think have they been enthusiastic about the new products and opportunities that we've rolled out recently, but we love hearing feedback from them. What if we could do this? Or have you thought about that? Or our goals are X. How can we use the platform to be able to do something creative in that way? And that's what's great about Roku is that I'm not I'm not sure about other other companies, but but we don't have these brick walls between the product and engineering team, the original content team, and then the advertising team. And and I feel really grateful that as part of the brand studio, I kind of am able to sit between those three groups and figure out what are we already building from a product standpoint? What are we working on from a content standpoint? And what is it that our advertisers are looking for? And how do we triangulate to be able to not just come up with stuff that we think would be exciting to bring to the advertisers, but also to listen to our advertisers and think about what it is that their needs are and how do we build things that we know are going to drive impact and, and business results for them when it comes to the platform. For sure. So is there anything else um, that you're launching or excited about ahead of Can this year? Yes, I'm very excited about a new branded content series that we're launching with uh, Coca-Cola. Uh, it's called uh, A Taste of Together. And it's an exciting series uh, where our host is able to go into the homes of different families with different um, traditions and different backgrounds and really see how those families come together when it comes to cooking, meal traditions, sort of what it means to sort of come together as a family around mealtime and how, you know, we can we sort of weave the Coca-Cola brand um, throughout that experience. And that'll be an exciting thing for not just for us to have for Coke, not just for us to have for our audience, but certainly something that'll be exciting for me to be able to talk to folks about at Can, other brands who are excited about and, and interested in not just collaborating on branded content, which we love doing, but also to get folks to understand how um, how powerful Roku can be as a platform when it comes to branded content, when it comes to distributing branded content in all of these interesting touch points, both things that, that we, the Roku Brand Studio, create, develop, and produce, but also knowing that there's a lot of folks that can who are making outstanding branded content production companies, creative agencies, brands even have in-house teams. And I want to make sure that they understand that Roku having, you know, the largest screen in the home, the television is really, I think, the, the single best place to be distributing premium branded content like this series we're doing with Coke. Awesome. Sounds really interesting. And beyond just the, the scale, you guys have so many innovative opportunities for, for advertisers to be creative. So I'm sure you'll be having tons of interesting conversations on the Quasette. Yes. But until then, Chris, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks so much, Allison. 